this gospel is a bit deceptive. At first, I contemplated how relatable Jesus's healing of Bartimaeus was for me. Second, I reconsidered the active characters around Bartimaeus and noted how they either contributed or hindered his healing. But then it got me stuck. And it wasn't until I shared my thoughts and feelings with my friends that the most obvious perspective I really should have been paying attention to was that of Jesus. You see, there's a pattern in Mark's gospel. Jesus is walking with a crowd. Someone calls for him. He listens and calls after them. Jesus asks what they want. And he confirms their faith and that it has saved them. Ignatian spirituality provides a way for me to engage the vividness of my imagination to this story and the mystery of God in and through all situations. First, I consider Bartimaeus, who sat by the roadside begging. He only had a cloak to separate him from the filthy road. I wonder how he felt, like the stares of people that passed him by, I mean, maybe he even felt their avoidance. What must have gone through his mind and his heart as he sat there? Although I am neither blind or in need of begging for survival, I can understand both a hyper-invisibility of people like me in the church and a hyper-visibility when it comes to efforts to diversify. I'm even... I, I've even managed to intensify my internalization of my own inferiority complex as a woman in the church that I call home. Half the time I don't feel seen, and other times the silencing from the crowd is a little more damaging for me. Like Bartimaeus, being rebuked and silenced by the crowd, I often feel bruised and broken in a patriarchal experience of community and power. Next, I consider a very, uh, the very perspective of the crowd. Bothered by Bartimaeus, maybe even a little annoyed or threatened by his presence, or in some unconscious way, just a little disrespected. And so I ask myself these questions. Am I one in the crowd, ready to rebuke or ignore or even shush Bartimaeus? Do I tell others to be silent in the face of their pain and their suffering? Am I an obstacle to my neighbor's healing because I'm way too embarrassed about their otherness? Unwilling to speak up for what will rock the boat, maybe. Sometimes actively engaged in devaluing people's dignity, not by listening, not by paying attention, quieting the voices on the margins in order for our own experience, my own experience of Jesus, to fit my reality. I look at our communities, so fractured now. How many reports of sexual abuse do I need to hear until I too leave this church in the fullness of faith, that wholeness is what Jesus can give us? How many times must I endure being cast aside when other church leaders and ministers and organizers and coordinators are seen as more acceptable because they were born as biologically male. This contemplation often gets me stuck. 
until I remember to listen to Jesus, until I remember to follow Jesus and stay close to him so I can mimic his behavior. I look for the grace in this gospel and I consider how God invites me ever so closely. Jesus was leaving Jericho, a common stopping place on a pilgrim's journey to Jerusalem. Jesus hears Bartimaeus and he stops. He calls for him. Jesus asks Bartimaeus what he wants him to do. And then Jesus listens. Jesus confirms his faith, encourages him to go on, receives him as a friend. I see how powerful Jesus' example, his simple actions offer me peace. If I apply this formula to my life, I am invited to consider a few things. One, Jesus is moving. Maybe I should be too. Moving to God's kingdom of peace, justice, compassion, and love. Two, when I speak up and continue to be persistent, Jesus hears me, especially when others try to silence me or conveniently ignore me. Three, not only does Jesus hear me, he reminds me to take courage and calls me to take my place and be included among his followers. Four, not only does he include me, to do this work of building up the kingdom of love and justice, but he asks me what I want. Five, what exactly is it that I want? This is where I need to spend a little time confiding in Jesus. Six, I need to remind myself of Jesus's confidence in me because when I know that, I can truly be free. I can let go of my doubts from the past and follow in Jesus's ways. And the question still remains, am I ready? Am I ready to receive Jesus's listening ear, his gazing eye, his deep and real question and friendship? I hope so.